This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, February 27th, brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Money for tractor upgrades paused. DPR sued for neonic-treated seeds and CBO to revise Farm Bill forecast. Restore dollars for tractor upgrades pleads Ag Coalition. Facing a budget deficit, Governor Newsom is not proposing any new funding for a grant program for replacing older ag equipment with lower emission models. A coalition of trade groups was knocking on doors at the Capitol last week, asking lawmakers on budget committees to restore that funding. The coalition is seeking $160 million for the program known as Farmer. According to Roger Isom, president of the Western Agriculture Processors Association, every office we visited understood the importance of the Farmer program. Many reminded him of the financial situation, but some shared support, offering hope that some amount of funding would be reinstated. Now, keep this in mind. Under a local air quality plan, the San Joaquin Valley must reduce nitrogen oxide emissions 11 tons per day by next year. Otherwise, the Air Resources Board will require farmers to replace every Tier 1, two, and three tractor and harvester by 2030. Isom argued that would be devastating to an industry already struggling with high costs and water scarcity. DPR sued over neonic-treated seeds. California must regulate seeds treated with neonicotinoids. That, according to a lawsuit filed last week by a coalition of environmental groups, as the lead plaintiff, the Natural Resources Defense Council, argues the Department of Pesticide Regulation has failed to, quote, close a loophole by not considering treated seeds as pesticides. The group claims that has led to a regulatory blind spot for one of the largest and most widespread uses of pesticides. The backstory. Well, in 2020, DPR denied a petition by the groups to regulate treated seeds, citing insufficient data. Assemblymember Rebecca Bauer-Kahan of Orenda filed a measure months later that would have banned neonic-treated seeds, but pulled it ahead of a hearing. Yet the department has been moving forward on regulations to further limit the use of other forms of neonicotinoids. Last fall, U.S. EPA also rejected a petition to regulate pesticide-treated seeds. Like DPR, the agency said it would examine the issue further. In the meantime, state lawmakers in New York have introduced legislation this month to ban the use of neonic-treated seeds. USDA economists sees potential in value-added shift. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer says a drive to diversify revenue streams through the growth of climate-smart commodities has potential but also needs to be better understood from an economic standpoint. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has regularly pushed the idea as a form of income diversification for producers by incorporating new technologies such as anaerobic digesters and carbon farming programs. Including value-added approaches, Secretary Vilsack has argued would allow for greater income potential and, in many cases, help farmers combat climate change. 
part of the reason for that push is consumer demand for more climate-smart commodities. Meyer says consumer demand for those products will determine whether producers decide to offer them. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Water rights info could aid Western conservation. The executive director of the Western States Water Council, which represents 18 states, says making water rights information more accessible could make it easier to facilitate voluntary water transfers within the region. WSWC Executive Director Tony Williardson said during USDA's Ag Outlook Forum that the Council is working on a water rights database to identify the uses associated with current water rights. Colorado River Basin states contain a complex patchwork of water rights which are often prioritized based on a first-in-time, first-in-use framework. It will help to promote alternative mechanisms such as water banking and leasing and temporary transfers, and this will help protect rural economies, Williardson said of the data project. CBO expected to revise farm bill forecast. The Congressional Budget Office plans to issue new estimates of farm bill spending before lawmakers move on a new bill later this year, that according to a Senate source. That's important because the updated forecast almost certain to build in higher estimates of major commodity prices. Raising those price estimates would have the effect of lowering the potential cost of increasing common program or rather commodity program reference prices. USDA's latest projections show soybean prices averaging somewhat higher than CBO is currently estimating over the next 10 years. For example, CBO currently expects the average price of soybeans in next year will be 10.50 a bushel. Well, that's well below USDA's current estimate of $11.40. Now take note, this source also expects CBO to go along with redistributing Inflation Reduction Act funding in such a way that would raise the funding baseline for future farm bills. If Congress doesn't do that reallocation, then the infusion of IRA funding won't have any effect on farm bill spending levels uh, after 2031. Now, on the Hill this week, the House Ag Committee has a hearing tomorrow on agriculture production costs and regulatory concerns. The Senate Ag Committee has a hearing Wednesday on Farm Bill Conservation and Forestry uh, Programs. For more on the D.C. agenda, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. Report calls for more research funding. A new report from the Chicago Council on Global Affairs and the Farm Journal Foundation is calling on Congress to increase Farm Bill research funding to protect global food security from the impact of climate change and other shocks. 
The report's recommendations include providing enough funding to the Foundation for Food and Agriculture Research to broaden its reach and to allow FFAR to serve as the Foundation for Agriculture Research across the federal government. From 1995 to 2019, federal state ag research funding declined from $6.5 billion to $5.2 billion when adjusted for inflation, the report says. Private sector research is largely directed toward corn and soybeans, the report notes. Other commodities such as wheat, rice, and specialty crops have seen significantly less private sector investment. Environmental issues, animal health, nutrition, and food safety research also have lagged in funding, that according to the report. Well, here's today's She Said It. Governor Newsom is doing the right thing by protecting the water our families need. That Senator Anna Cabarello of Merced, in an op-ed for the Bakersfield Californian, applauding an energy order to preserve more water in reservoirs. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, February 27th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.